0: Aloha how's it what's good y'all this is the soul brother coming to you on a tuesday february twenty first two thousand and twenty three it's 10 afternoon how y'all doing today hope you're doing lovely I have been wonderful we've been trying to get the rest of the illness out of our house and my queen came down with a sore throat Wound up uh, getting a cold, but she is definitely on the mend and she's good. So it is out of here for this year. Hopefully it stays away forever, but it's out of here. So praise God. Happy that we're feeling better from it. You know, I uh, I changed my diet and changing my habits. Um, It's always it's one thing to complain about life and things that happen in life and not do anything about it, but it's another if you learn from it and do something about it. So from that, you know, I'm eating better. Although I was always a healthy eater, I'm eating more whole grains, more fruits and vegetables, more servings, eating smaller meals like throughout the day. So that kind of stuff. And so in my overall health, I, I, I just feel wonderful. So it's kind of, you know, as I said in the last podcast, that's, that was my silver lining. And so, um, I'm very happy that I found mine and my queen, you know, she's just up and feeling spunky and good. So I'm, I'm really happy I like to see her smile and laugh again. So, but, you know, I was, uh, I know it's been a little bit since we did the last podcast. And while we were trying to work through some stuff, there was other reasons why I kind of waited. I've been dealing with an issue that I'm going to speak about in a podcast called What Goes Around Comes Around. And this one... There's so much irony uh, in it. It's, there's a lot of good points and things to learn from here, especially, which I'm very proud of how I kind of handled it. Um, But, you know, depending on the day and given the state of your mental, I mean, pretty much anybody could handle this any any uh, different kind of way. So I and so for me, it's good to get it off my chest. So I feel like I just thought I would share it with you, and um, hopefully you'll get something out of it. If not, then you get to listen to me rant for about a half hour or so. But but this story, let me get some water first, cause. <laughs> When I start talking about this, I'm going to get into it. And if I pause, that's most likely I stop to take a drink. Because I'm very passionate about living life and being happy, not stressed, no drama. That's how I love my life. A lot of people that are in, near, and around me or have been, have uh, have known or have learned that When it comes to drama and me, miss me with it, keep it away from me because if you keep on bringing it near me and around me, kind of like in this situation and story that I'm going to share, I will say something and it may or may not hurt your feelings, but it's, it's it's me taking control of the situation for my own well-being. Because at the end of the day, what you got to realize is that when you're living on this earth with the different things that that happen, we tend to forget about how we made the other person feel or how that impacts uh, the other person. So you have to be on defense, unfortunately. Um, You should always, always try to find the good in people, always. And I always do that. And I can spot... I can spot a person that may have said or did something, but they had good intentions versus a person that was just being ignorant. In my wisdom of 44 years, I can tell the difference and it doesn't take me long. Not being prejudiced because I give everybody that fair shot. Most people will show their true colors within the first three minutes. They most definitely will. And the people who are seasoned, and they are seasoned, that know how to play the game, there's still ways that you can kind of, quote unquote, tip them off and figure it out, you know? So, but this particular story starts in July of last year. Um, My lady and I had made the decision that we were gonna move in together. So we started to find a place. She had some things that were happening in her personal life on her end, that was kind of driving and affecting her moving. As for me, you know, um, my main motivation was just to make sure that that I take good care of not just her, but also myself and my well being. Because I moved here uh, to Kauai for, for health reasons. Um, and so, and it has definitely paid off. But at that particular point in time, the things that was happening with her was kind of affecting her health and my health and our overall happiness and well-being. So we made some decisions and we said, okay, hey, great. So we struck out and it's hard to find a place here. It's not like living on Oahu where there's plenty places. Uh, The selection is bountiful. You know, you can pick uh, whichever side like you want. You want to go North shore or city side or west side or windward side, right? But when you move here to Kauai, it's just Kauai and there's a lot of country here. Most of the people live along the rim of the uh, coastline from kind of Midwest side all the way up to kind of north center of the island. So if you can just imagine just people living along the ocean, that's pretty much what life is like here for the most part, right? The inner part of the uh, island is just all nature country mountains. So it's not necessarily livable. So a smaller island here. And so that means less places. But a lot of people love moving here because it's very peaceful and it's very serene, which fits me well. So so we're looking, we're looking, looking, and we can't find any place. And we kind of have a timetable, unfortunately, because my lady was being ushered out of the place that uh, she called home. So we had to find a place because where I was living wasn't large enough for us to. And so, you know, it was one of those things that we just had to keep our finger on the pulse and just keep moving. So we found the place, which is uh, where we're living at now. And so, and we chatted uh, with, with the, with the uh, people. Of course, like with any situation, Here in the islands, there was some drama associated with the previous tenant. So we had to kind of sort that out with them. It wasn't necessarily anything that we did, but it was more things that they had to do with the tenant, but they didn't want to do. Um, And I see that now. I didn't see that then. Because when you're in the need and you need to find something or do something right, you're willing within reason to sacrifice some things and we asked all the right questions but you know sometimes people do this thing called lie and you don't necessarily catch it until you've been in a place for a while and then you start to see the writing on the wall and then it just it starts to just all make sense and so anyway so we work it out we have the money you know everything and this was a red flag up front but so so that particular day, whenever whenever I do business that involves money, I always want to make sure that, that, I have, uh, that I have a plan as well as a backup plan, but that I also have all the proof and I get all the proof and take all the proof uh, that I need, just in case, because, you know, there's a lot of shadiness that goes on here, and definitely. Um, and so you kind of have to make sure that uh, you take care of yourself. When you do any any types of deals, like leases, like for places to live, cars, you know, like all of the big ticket items, because the resources here, I'm not gonna say that they're scarce, but there's not as many resources here in the islands as there is on the mainland. So that means people are gonna always have game. They're always gonna run game. They're always gonna have something that they are gonna try to gain from running their game. So you need to be on your game and be in front of them. Three steps. So for this particular situation, you know, uh, we get into the place and we do the walk around and the person is still living there. So uh, we take a look, though, because of COVID and we're not in there long and we look around and everything looks decent. So uh, the tenant uh, that was in here uh, was in the midst of uh, trying to get all packed up and moved. So and uh, she was very nice. You know, and we spoke to her real brief, but when we were walking through, and this is my fault, while I was taking a look at the place, I told my lady, "Hey, make sure that it just looks good enough, you know, for what uh, we want." For me, what the prospective landlord I didn't know was that I was eyeing his interaction with the tenant. And I was watching their dynamic, and it was very negative. And I was trying to get an understanding. Now, all up until that point, this particular, quote-unquote, prospective landlord, and you'll understand why I'm calling uh, that uh, person that here in a second, um, they had nothing but negative things to say about the tenant. And so naturally, me coming into a situation, I'm like, damn, what's this all about? and why we got all this drama going on. We're just looking, and we ain't even said anything. But you can tell that, you know, the tenant didn't fulfill her obligations, and neither did the prospective landlord. So they both were kind of in this weird situation and dance where, where they were stuck. Neither wanted to take the next move. And so, unfortunately, my lady and I, coming into the fray, that was the forceful next move. Little did we know that what we were about to get into was something for the ages. (laughs) So we worked everything out with the current tenant and the prospective landlord. And the prospective landlord was very helpful, attentive, because you know, they knew that uh, they had to get uh, that tenant out, you know. And that's generally how it is. They'll kiss her behind from here to Timbuktu up front. But as soon as things get kind of in there, when you get them payments made, depending on how good of a character you were able to judge that person by, and I know you shouldn't judge people, but in this situation, we had to. We judged wrong. We, uh, We move in. Um, and there was of course like some drama like we move in so there was the prospective landlord and then there was the owner the prospective landlord was supposedly the property manager here taking care of the property so was going to do all the things to ready the place for us like to move in the prospective landlord had made it difficult on us um, So we had all the money. We had given them a chunk of money. And the agreement was that we would give them the other half when we got the key. No time sooner, no time later. So didn't have the key yet. But they started to kind of balk. So for me, being the way that I am, I was like, look, you know, this is what we discussed. And we weren't really, it wasn't that we had any other options at this point because there was really nothing that was available for us outside of this place. It was near her family, which was important for for many reasons. And so what I had to do was I wound up having to call the owner. So the owner and the prospective landlord were not on the same page. So I thought they were playing the good cop, bad cop routine. And I was like, oh, shucks, didn't know i didn't know i know now but but then i had no idea so the landlord and so other prospective landlord uh, was like i am not able to give you the key i was like well i'm not able to give you the rest of this money then and then at that point the prospective landlord started backpedaling and was like well well i was like well nothing i was like you know we worked all this out we had the agreement you're gonna get uh, the other thing the owner said i could uh, move some stuff in before starts start training. That was the agreement, and so now all of a sudden I have a truckload of stuff, clouds are looming with rain, and this and, uh, this guy wants to act foolish. I was like, man. After a couple phone calls, and just in the nick of time with the owner, the owner was like, no, I told him it was fine. Let him go ahead and uh, put the stuff in, because it's, it's gonna rain, we don't want his stuff to get wet the prospective landlord was like, I was just making sure that I did the right thing. I said, no, that's fine. Even though all three of us had worked this out uh, uh, beforehand, I took the time to pack all of this stuff up and go over there. And let me tell you, where I was living to where we're living now, it was a little hump. So, and I was doing it on borrowed time. I didn't have a whole lot of time that day cause I, I w- because I actually had tried to do just a little bit um you know, pretty much on my lunch break, but it was an hour and a half lunch break, so I just worked like gangbusters and I try to get everything done. Fast forward, I get stuff in there. I don't hear anything at all from the prospective landlord, and the owner is like, Hey, I apologize, you know. There was a miscommunication. I chopped it up as that, I left it be. Prospective landlord. Now, after the fact, over the course of time since that interaction has showed uh, their true colors, um, they're very negative, um, very conniving. That's the best word uh, for it. Had no idea, y'all. And so what we have found ourselves in was that when we moved in, there was some things in the place that, let's just say, were hidden either to the point that we wouldn't find it or that they didn't want us to know about that we found. The place in some areas wasn't 100% clean to our liking. There was some cosmetic things that we were okay with, but there was some non-cosmetic things that were like, hey, this needs to get fixed ASAP. Now, having given a security deposit and first month's rent, all of a sudden now, you know, that willingness and want to actually help us and to make us happy and satisfied, it turned into, oh, well, you know, uh, you know. I'm not quite sure how much we can help with that. I'm like, no. I'm like, you're going to help with that. <laughs> and I think the people prior, when they played this little uh, routine, I think a lot of them just kind of was like, man, whatever. They dealt with it and then they moved on. But for me, I was like, no. I said, I'm the king of my castle. Let me reiterate that for all you boys out there. I'm the king of my castle. And the queen of my castle has requested that there's some things that get taken care of. So, as the king, it's my job to step up and get them things done. So, I did just that. And I'm happy to say that as of today, there's an understanding now with the prospective landlord and the owner that, oh yeah, we're not just gonna push him over. Throughout the course of our stay here since July, there's been a numerous things that we have wanted fixed that oh, were not big. And we got the, all, oh, you know, it's too much and no one else has complained about it, that whole routine. So naturally, We were uh, calm and patient, and what we did was 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 each interaction. uh, We jotted down. We kept the screen share of text messages, all that, because you know, hey, you never know. And people, as soon as you give them money, man, they they just turn funny. That's pretty much anywhere, but especially here. So we kept on, we kept on. We asked for help, and they kept on blowing it off, so I changed it up, and I said, okay, hey, listen, let's uh, let's go about it this way, I said, I said, there's things that we want fixed, and there's things that uh, you, uh, you don't want to fix, that they should have fixed, and so I said, uh, we'll do that, and we'll find our own, our you know, and we'll find our own person. And then we'll work it out with you and then you'll pay a percentage. So at this point, I'm just putting the clamps on because I'm like, okay, you're not just going to collect a check and then uh, run away. That's not how this goes. Because we don't need you. While we were in need of a place, we got God, y'all. All we need to do is sit and pray about it and a place will pop up. Within my whole 10 to 11 years that I've been here when I've had to move. I've had to move a few times like for various reasons. Um, God has never let me down. I've prayed about it and I let it go. I let it go. I let it go into the earth, the ethereal matter, cloud and being wherever it may be. And I just let the divine deal with it. And I've always been well taken care of, which is what uh, we've done here. We tried to make this place here that we are uh, at home and we started to fix things up on our own. Then we would turn around and build a landlord. After a few times of this, you know, the landlord was starting like, to get aggravated The uh, the perspective. So he basically had a hissy fit one day and decided, hey don't work with me no more. Now he's the property manager. He just manages the property. It's like, wow, okay. So he wanted me to deal with the owner. So I chatted with the owner, and I basically had told the owner, I said, you know, I don't know what the prospective landlord's issue uh, uh, is or was, but this whole time we've been trying our best to be cool and patient and work with him and he's basically just been sitting on it not doing anything and so the owner was like I'm so sorry he basically he basically (laughs) called the prospective landlord a bum and that uh, he would take care of it I was like damn I was like okay so renewed we're like okay so uh, we started on this uh, new road now not dealing uh, with the quote unquote prospective landlord which probably anybody on the property uh, cares for because you can obviously tell that that particular person is only in it um, for themselves. And, you know, the title of of landlord was one given so that they could have a decrease in rent, but they don't do anything. Um, And so the owner is actually here and has been on the property and had uh, confessed to me that he was like, man, this place really needs a lot of work. I was like, well, I kind of uh, looked uh, towards the way of the uh, prospective uh, landlord and I said, well, I mean, what you told me up front was this was that person's job. So I, I was like, you know, uh, uh, to me, after all of the treatment or lack of, I was like, that's kind of a personal issue that you need to deal with. And I told And I told the owner that, and the owner was like, you know, that's what I like about you is you just tell it like it is. And I was like, it's like, there ain't no sugar coating. I'm not gonna walk around anything that is a known fact. Might as well just go ahead and bring it up and deal with it squash it and then move on. That's how I deal with my problems in life. If there's a problem, then I bring it to the light. We talk about it, we deal with it, and then we keep it moving. I spent so much of my life in perpetual motion, not going anywhere. Sorry, suspended animation is a lot better. Not moving anywhere, waiting for people like uh, to take the lead or to do what they said that they were going to do or be a person of their word. And very few have ever have ever met the challenge uh, per se. You know, a whole lot of them just always will give you some excuse like. Uh, They start off good, but then it kind of tapers off and then it gets into this piss poor effort of just real lackadaisical light. Really, like that's the best that you got. You know it and they know it, but, you know, this species of being that, that is called human, we talk so much. We talk so much, but we don't ever, it's like we talk, 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 but when it's time to put our money where our mouth is, we can't. Because we wrote a a, a really bad check with money that we didn't have. Because we didn't think that the person was really going to follow up. Like, the prospective landlord and the owner didn't think that I was going to actually step up and follow through. But they don't know me. (laughs) They know me now. The prospective landlord, I'm not going to say is scared of me, but doesn't want to deal with me because he knows. I'm going to hold you to to the truth. Because that's how I live my life. I don't need to walk around here lying. I don't need to walk around here acting any kind of way. I act the way that I am. This way that I'm acting now is how I've always been my whole life, ever since I figured out that I was letting people walk all over me. you know. And so it started to become evident to me that not only the prospective landlord, but now uh, the owner was just they said what they had to say to get me into the place. But now that I'm in here, they really don't want to try to give money to help to fix the place up the way that it should have already been fixed up. So needless to say, I had to go out and get and get our own. Our, 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 <laughs> I had to get our own tools, had to fix some appliances on my own with the other tenant that lives downstairs, who is a good friend. Uh, we pretty much have uh, tried to tag team and to do different things here to kind of make this place home cuz he had to live he had to live there when the previous tenant uh, was actually there and i know that the previous tenant had children and was very loud but the more that i keep seeing this i think i know what the issue is i don't necessarily think that the issue is in between the tenants the issue is in between the prospective landlord and the owner. They're the kind that just want to talk about things, but then when it comes time to do it, they don't want to show up. And so, and people don't necessarily want to deal with that because when you deal with that, then if they act erratic, which in some cases uh, they do, then uh, they can choose to do whatever it is that uh, uh, they want to do make threats and do things like that, and they can play that game, which is some of what I've I've heard has has happened. So not knowing any of this up front, obviously, and learning all this kind of as we go here on the fly, today I sit here with a lot more knowledge now of understanding who the players are and how they play their game. So I already know what my defense needs to be. See, you got to understand There's one thing about me is I do my homework. I do my homework before I even make a move. So long before uh, we even decided that we wanted this place, my queen and I already, we had kind of like a set of, of plans and ideals for things that we wanted to have happen here. Not just in terms of fixing up the place, but how we wanted our life to be. So when anything doesn't fit inside of one of these ideals, we're patient and we will try to make sure that we can take the proper steps to course correct or fix anything. But if we can deem that, you know, there's just negligence going on or negativity or anything of the kind, then we have a, uh, we have a contingency plan for that too. We never come to the meeting unprepared y'all and neither should you. And like I said up front, what goes around will come around. Because if you start things off in a foul and funky mood with anything that you do in life, or if anyone comes at you like that, chances are that situation isn't going to end that well unless one or all of the parties agree to let all the bygones be bygones and come at it from a different perspective. That's how mature people do it. That's how we handle our business most of the time. But sometimes you come across those that don't necessarily operate at that level. And that's where we find ourselves uh, today, friends, is we find ourselves in a situation where we have a couple of individuals that were trying just to collect the check, not trying to do that much. But what they've gotten in, in return has been... Not just some smoke, but some fire. Like I have been on them left and right, following up like crazy. I keep pushing uh, the matter until things get done. I don't let no one sit on their laurels. I'm not sitting on mine. I don't allow words to actually be action. What I allow is the completion of things and the action taken to do that to be what we needed to be for us to feel fulfilled and good in our decision like to stay here and as of late we've had a number of situations where there's been a lot of drama and gossip and you know all this other stuff so i had to have a a a a one-on-one with both of these people so the prospective landlord i had a direct like with them And I basically told him in a nutshell, uh, respectfully, I'm not the one for that. Don't mess with me. I'm not the one. You said a lot of things and we've caught you in a lie. Uh, There's things in writing you didn't do. So we have them on the hook for that. Pause. No need to even continue with that because that particular person, as we have seen, doesn't really like anyone and is very, very, very disruptive to the ecosystem here, if you will, the prospective landlord and I call him prospective now. Right, in in uh, the sense that they wanted to be, but they couldn't be. They had no jurisdiction or power. It was a label that they called themselves. But in speaking with the owner, it was like, uh, no, that's just a label that that person is given because that person lives here, but they don't necessarily do anything. So then why was I handling and dealing with that particular person? Well, that person was the buffer, uh, ladies and gentlemen, because we all knew that at some point, if you have to go through one person and if they're gonna strong arm you and get you to kind of pull off to the wayside and stop being persistent and, you know, and constantly on them, If they could kind of try to push people off of that or talk them down, then there'd be no need for us to even get to this position where we're at now. And some, if not all of the tenants that are here, you can tell, very kind people really don't want that kind of drama. Lord knows I don't, but if if the situation calls for it, then it is what it is, y'all. Well, I was born in Kansas. I was raised in the Bronx. New York, New York, that is, 10455 to be exact, 212. So, for people that know how people up in those parts are, you're just not going to come and push over on someone, tell lies and stories and try to talk the kind and do all that quote unquote flashy stuff, like for the cameras and think that that that's going to be enough. So, I had to put people on notice and people now are on notice that, okay, he ain't playing. The prospective landlord was put on notice. That particular individual doesn't want to even come close to mess with me. That's why that particular person was, I like, just deal with the owner. Partly in, in you know, uh, because I, I I caught them in three lies back to back to back, which was like, just so lame. I was like, you know what? This particular person is well older. It's like, you're that age and you still are playing games. I mean, if I should be mad at anybody, it should be my youngest at the tender age of 11 for still playing games, but she's more mature than that particular person is. That's real talk for you. So that person isn't even in my classa. Uh, big pun. Rest in peace, baby. But it's true, Not even, not even in my class. So it's not that I looked down on the person because I gave them ample situations, opportunities to come correct. Because we always was was nice, polite, even in the midst of all of their, their negativity and disrespect, we were still kind. But at a certain point, that ish had to stop and it did. So we basically had to put them on notice, no, you're done with that attitude and we're done with you. Right. And they were kind of shocked and taken aback. Like, so they wanted an explanation. So I gave them one. And if you've ever seen a person when you've explained something. To them, sulk and get mad at you because they know that you're telling the truth and they know that they got caught in a lie or situation. That's what that situation was like. It was like being in school again, having to confront the bully that was just going to do and say whatever they wanted to do or say. All the contrary. The nerd boy has something to say. The once nerd boy, me, that wouldn't even think about even standing up for himself or saying anything was like, I don't think so. Because I'm no longer a boy. I'm no longer really a man I'm a king and this is my castle and this is what was discussed and this is what was going to be done and this is what will be done then there was a period after that there was no semicolons there was no commas there was no hyphens that was it moving on the owner doesn't even live here which made the whole situation harder so the owner is here And doing things and was explaining to me that wow this place just was kind of it just wasn't good now on our side of the property everything was in order but the other side it was kind of like not so he was very towards me upset i said well you know i don't know what to say you know i said but we take care of our side and the place and everything he's like well you guys have done a lot with the place it's like yeah And I, you know, and so I said, and we will continue to. And I kept it high level, even though what I wanted to say was, yeah, because you haven't helped. You haven't done anything. I didn't say that. So and I just kept it where it was because the owner at that point. Didn't really have a lot of interaction with me and all the interaction that we had was positive. It was only with the prospective landlord. That particular person was the proxy and things were going through that person. So in that essence, it was negative. So last week I was I was uh, doing laundry. Water break. Hold on. (laughs) And so last week I'm doing laundry. It's raining and I come downstairs and the way that our place is, is, we have our place and then there's a flight of stairs that's in our place that goes down to a back door that goes right into the laundry room. So you don't have to go outside in the elements and stuff. So that particular day, it was perfect because it was, it was just raining, which has been doing a lot of... It's the winter season here. While y'all are getting snow on the mainland and everything else, we just get rain. And a lot of luscious greenery. Anyways. So... I come down, I'm putting in some stuff, and, and the owner's like, if you have a moment or two sometime soon, I want to talk to you. I said, yeah. So I just kind of stood there. And, and for whatever reason, I don't know why. Owner just starts to go in on me, like, oh, so you don't trust me and all this other business? I'm like, what? Because they wanted to come up into our place well we don't necessarily let people in our place unless so there's a good reason to so and so since we and so uh, we had all of this work that we wanted to have done that never got done it went through the prospective landlord then it went through the owner and they both was like no it's too much whatever so we're like fine we'll find someone that can do it for us so at this point you know well, we don't want to mess that up like for them cuz uh, we're paying them money you know and at this point it is what it is since you didn't want to fix it we're going to fix it and then we'll bill you <laughs> so you know and so they got a couple bills from us and they were like okay and so the prospective landlord I didn't like that but the owner was like you know whatever it takes like for you to be happy here then let's do it like bet so that's the agreement that's where I'm on that's what I'm on so here we go so anyway I'm downstairs and then The owner, just for no reason, I guess having a bad day or something like that, just wanted to just uh, start to just uh, go in on me because they wanted, like, to fix the windows. And I was like, we already talked about this. And we did, like, four or five times. I was like, we already have someone that's doing that. So no need. We're good. You know? And so then they just started getting nasty. I was like, oh, I was like, are you okay? You know? I gave them that in. I was like, are you okay? Are you having a bad day? Or what's going on, man? You know, I was I was just like that. And then they just kept on taking jabs and shots. I won't divulge what was said, but I basically like will say that I basically had to say this. I said, Okay, that's enough. I don't know what in the hell your problem is. But this conversation ends now. I said, I'm not gonna stand here and be disrespected by someone being disrespectful for no reason. I came down just to wash my clothes and go back upstairs and go back to work. I don't do drama, y'all. But when drama finds me, I deal with it. I don't think, you know, I don't think that uh, the owner was 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 ready for that. That's not something that they're used to. But again, they didn't know who they were dealing with. <laughs> um, they were forewarned, but they didn't heed the warning. So at this point, it's kind of one of those deals. It's like, you know, y'all came at us with all the, hey, hey, how you doing, you guys are great. they give us the money. Great things. Okay, no, we're not going to do nothing for you. You know, and whatever. It made it hard. So at this point, what goes around comes around. So, okay, well, we don't really need you. But we'll continue to pay you rent for one of two reasons. One, because you know, we're helping out somebody and we're fixing up, you know, the, uh, the place so that it can feel like home to us. And it's getting there. We've done a whole lot. But then too, it's like, you know, if we decide that this isn't the place that we want to call home, then it is what it is. See, what people need to understand is that we're helping them out. Yes, uh, they're helping us out, but as I said, we have God on our side, so we've already been helped. It's just a matter of when we want to actually seek His help and take it. And by Him, I mean God. And that's how we live our life. No other human being, friends, should ever be in charge of your life, period. It's your life to live. God gave it to you, not them. If you're in an abusive uh, relationship, or if you're in a situation where you feel stuck, you you shouldn't sit down and pray to God on it. Don't pray to God to fix it right here, right now. But you pray to God for understanding and patience. Right, on trying to deal with the situation, God will make a way. It has taken everything in my power to remain positive with these people because, you know, they have tried and tried to be very difficult, trying just to collect a check, you know, trying to walk and talk their way through an agreement. But what they stumbled upon was people that actually look into their soul and, and look at their character. And that's how I judge you. I don't necessarily judge you off of the things that you do because, you know, life happens and sometimes a situation calls for things to happen in a certain way. But when you show your true character and your true character does not match what you stated uh, your character was and you have consistently, let me repeat, consistently shown that at some point, no respect at all needs to be given anymore. Except to yourself. Respect yourself enough to step away from a situation like that. Because you don't need to be a part of that. No one needs that type of negativity in their life. Sure in the hell, not us. While I love my Lord. I still have that edgy side to me. (laughs) And that's that New York, South Bronx side. That doesn't allow me just to trust everybody. Because you shouldn't. You should build a rapport with people. Trust is something that's earned, not given, friends. So these two people didn't really want to earn no type of respect. They just wanted to earn a paycheck. And, and, I, and I understand that. It's like the NBA. It's a business, right? It's, it's a business. But so is us trying to look for a new home or trying to do something different if we choose that we want to do that. Because we don't owe anybody no paycheck. We don't owe anybody. That's our hard-earned money that we put down and we pay rent every month early. Let me tell you, we pay almost a week and a half in advance. I've always been that way. I've always been that way. Generally, when I get uh, my second paycheck, I just go ahead and I make the payment. So it's sitting there. They don't necessarily cash it right away, but it's there. So that's just, I'm always on top of my finances, you know, always. So it's, it's just one of those things. It's like we've done our part above and beyond. And we've and we've went above and beyond using our own money to do things in and around this house that should have already been done. Right? Because my kids, uh, they come and they visit us. Like, uh, they were just here a couple weeks ago. And when they come here, this is home for them. This is home for them. So we want to make sure that they feel at home. So that's why we do what we do. Because we don't have time to wait for people to understand that we're trying to be good loving parents and a bonus mom, (laughs) right? So for us, there's a motive and a reason why we're doing what we're doing. We're not greedy, we're all about family. And when people encroach on that idea, that ideal with me, that's the worst thing that you can do. Because while I'm a good person and I love everybody, I'll give everybody the shirt off my back, I'll give you all fair shot. Whenever you try to get in between me and my family or disrupt that or do anything to jeopardize that, now I got a problem with you. And we'll be super cordial and I'll give you multiple chances, which I always do the three strike rule. I give people three shots. But I've given more than three strikes on both accounts here for the prospective owner or for the prospective landlord and the owner. And they have consistently shown me that they're not really serious. They're saying all the right things, but come on, now y'all know that talk is cheap. And I just had to let uh, the owner know, you don't know me, but I'm about to explain who I am, and I put it in, not only a text message to the person, but I also said it to their face, and I did the same with the prospective landlord as well. I'm not necessarily trying to scare people, but you're not just going to walk and run over me. That's why I said at the onset, what comes around goes around. They thought that they were going to be able to play that game that they normally play with people. But that plan has been foiled because I was already on top of that from day one. See, what they didn't know was uh, my queen and I, we already had a plan. We were, And uh, we had already infiltrated the system. So we had our own post. She was doing her things, I was doing mine, and we would meet up and we would collaborate on the intel that we collected. Then we strategized about how we were gonna do this. And we put the situation at hand into a situation where, okay, the only way that it could have got this way was not on our accord. So there had to have been some negligence on the, on, uh, the other side and there definitely has been. But that's typical of landlords here in the islands. That's just how they are. They're all about the money. And people talk a lot here and they don't necessarily show up, the landlords and the tenants. So while I get on one hand why they had to do that, at some point in the evolution of us ever since last July, they've both said, yeah, that we're really good people and they trust us. So at some point, when was they going to stop playing their game? We already knew that uh, that was going to happen. It was just a matter of how long are you going to keep it up? And as of this morning, some parties that are involved are still keeping it up. And we pretty much just had to let them know this morning. We're going to put the kibosh on that right now. And, you know, and I had to put it to them like this. "Um, The drama and the negativity needs to stop, needs to go bye-bye. Otherwise, your paycheck will go bye-bye. And so that message was well-received they acknowledge that one real quick. So it's just like I'm saying, they play with the wrong person. You know, know, there's just, there comes a point, friends. There comes a point that you gotta stand, not only for what's right, but what's just, and what's fair in your life. Not just when it comes to others, but when it comes to yourself. I wasn't willing I wasn't willing uh, to let these people step on us and play this game. I allowed it like to go on, hoping that as mature adults they would come to their senses. But generally as it is with children, when you're a parent, which I am, you have to let them know what they've done wrong. As condescending as that sounds, that's exactly what happened. I had to let them know we're not doing that now. That's over. Either you do this or else that's it. Some people love drama. I don't, but I'm not afraid to deal with it. I'm not afraid of confrontation. I actually love it, bring it. That's what I, that's actually what I did for years as a Scrum Master. I would deal with different people's issues and personalities and all the conflict And all that. i to find a way to deal with it. So, I'm no stranger to this. You know, I have been put on notice and on a lot of game. Because I've been able to experience a lot and see how just humans act. And we act pretty crappy uh, towards each other, Like to be honest. It's a crying shame, the way that we act and why we do that. All to gain money, prestige, power. It's foolish, but some people just, that's how they want to live their lives. And unfortunately, that's not for you to change. So it's not my job to change these people at all. They're still going to do what they do, and that's fine. But it's my job to let them know that they're not going to do it with me. And that is the kind of strength, the kind of passion, the kind of confidence that you should have in your life, friends. Friends. Don't let nobody step on you, walk all over you. No, this is your life. Live it by your rules. God gave you this life for you to be happy, to enjoy it, not for people to come and desecrate on it. No way. I'm done with allowing people uh, to do that. I was actually done over 10 years ago. These two people just don't know me. They think they know me, but they don't know me. Well, now they know me. One of them is afraid of me and the other one is still trying to process. And I told him, I don't particularly care what you think of me, but I don't owe you anything. So, my money's good anywhere. That's just real talk. I work hard for mine, so, and you know, the old, it's it's, uh, the old saying, work hard, play hard. So, you know, if you want to come hard at me, then just be ready. I'm gonna come hard right back. If we can work it out and be on the same page, cool. It's all good. Just because oh, we're young in age doesn't mean that oh, we're young in mind, and body and soul. No, we with this, and they didn't know that, and now they are. You know, and I empower you, friends. To have that same type of confidence. Don't let no one step on you. Rise above the negativity, the fail, the funk, and stay in your space, the space that you know you belong in, that positive, good space, so that you can send that out to the divine, the ethereal, and everywhere, and consistently and continue to just have good vibrations. Because no matter how I feel on any given day or what I'm going through, I'm never going to let no human being bring me down. Because I'm backed by something more powerful than that. Trust. So what goes around comes around. It definitely has. And it came around in a big way. And hopefully for everyone's sake here, everyone has learned. And if not, then hey, life goes on, baby. But to you friends... One love is always. This is the Soul Brother. Aloha, how's it? What's good, y'all? This is your brother from another mother. It is the Soul Brother. I just wanted to say that I appreciate your love and your support. Soul Brother is not just a blog. It's not just a podcast. It's my purpose. It's my life's mission. Getting out there, spreading the good word, and being real. Always being real and staying soul full in the process. So... I appreciate y'all. Please spread the word. brother, S-O-U-L-B-R-A-D-D-A dot com. One love as always.